It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Dr. Savoy Brummer. Hello, uh, Doc. How you doing? If you don't mind me calling you Doc. Hey. And what's going on, folks? What's up? What's up? What's up? How are y'all? We're good. Good, good, good. Very good. So uh, we have the doctor on today to, we feel we want to be socially responsible and educate the public on what's going on and dispel some myths, go through some things, and um, we're going to let him open up the floor, and then we're just going to have a casual conversation with him on some things that we've heard to just get clarity on them and then for you to make better judgment with your family and your friends and loved ones. So, uh, Doc, if you will, go ahead and introduce yourself and your specialization, and we'll go from there. Yeah, well, 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 first of all, before I introduce myself, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to both of you. Um, it mm-hmm. is such an imperative you know, mission to go and educate our communities. Um, the fact that you all are reaching out and you're looking for expertise to go and, and, and take some time on your show. I just want to just, you know, give credit to both of you guys and, and um, me as a physician. I'm just very, very privileged to work alongside of, you know, two folks that are in the industry trying to make a, a social difference. So uh, with that being said, my name is Savoy Brummer. <clears throat> um, I am a uh, emergency medicine uh, trained doc by, um, by way of New York University. Um, I trained over at Penn in Philadelphia, and currently I am the vice president of a group called Vituity. Vituity is, uh, um, we, we see about 7 million patients a year. Uh, we are a wow. billion-dollar organization. Um, I am uh, a previous board of directors, I'm also on the board of trustees for the Emergency Medicine Foundation of the American College of Emergency Physicians. So, you know, my role is is really building practices. Most of my my, my practices are actually the western United States. And, um, you know, like I said, it's it's me going into community after community, really looking at different emergency departments, building them up, and setting them on a trajectory to be successful. And uh, this COVID-19, man, has got us all shook. There's a lot of things going on. Uh, I'd love to, 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 to go into uh, a lot of what we're seeing. And, uh, you know, that's, 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 that's the gig, man. That's the, that's the job. Yeah. Man. Wow. That's big. Man. <laughs> wow. Awesome. Thank you for being on. <laughs> Thank you. No, no doubt. All right. So, 
So we want to let's, let's dig into it. Let's start with the first thing first. This is what me and Will have been laughing about lately on our podcast. People putting blow dryers up their nose to control the temperature in their nostrils. Tell me, Doc, is this does this work? Well, or does it not? What are we well, doing? Well, let me. Well, let me start. <laughs> well, I don't know if you all saw the news, but uh, Governor Cuomo in New York actually ordered a hundred thousand blow dryers. No, nah, no, nah, man, it didn't work. Are you kidding me? That's crazy. That is, <laughs> well, so hundred thousand blow right dryers. Now, okay. Man, let's just stop this nonsense right now, okay? You know this virus <laughs> is 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 not going to be uh, uh, ameliorated by blow dryers, makeup kits, um, ovens, electrical instruments. I mean, like I I've seen the laundry list of what I really perceive as panic amongst the public, right? You know, a lot of times people will go to the most irrational place just to feel a sense of control, you know? And instead of taking that time, that nervous energy to become educated, right, and to really learn the things that are going to change their life and to improve the lives of their family, you know, folks are just going to go off the walls, you know, try to buy every every, – every um, piece of toilet paper at a Costco, you know, because they're looking for some type of control in Armageddon. And, um, you know, those myths can become very, very dangerous. And I'll tell you, especially in certain communities, you know, you start to hear all kinds of things. You know, in the African-American community, you hear, well, you know, coronavirus can't affect us, you know, and, and, and those types of of of, of blatant misinformation that's out there, man, that's killing folks, you know? And, and so, yeah. you know, I, I'm just letting you guys know, know that that myth is, is absolutely not true as are, you know, a, a, a host of others. And again, that's why it's really important that you guys are, are putting the people in, um, in, a, in a position like myself to have a platform to really educate the folks because some of the things that are coming out on TV, it's, it's changing every day. I can see it's really confusing for folks. And, um, and, and, you know, it's our, it's our responsibility to go out and answer some of these questions. Okay. And thank you for that. Thank you for clarity on that. All right. Yeah. All right. Next question. Is it safe to take ibuprofen or acetaminophen? All right. So, so that's a question that um, has, has come out because um, uh, there have been some scattered reports in China about how um, – taking uh, ibuprofen uh, over the counter that, that's also called Motrin can create an inflammatory response. And in a couple of, of instances that we've seen um, some, some possible bad outcomes. And after a lot of review was done, it, it's actually showed that there has not been any associated um, causal, you know, um, relationship between ibuprofen and um, and uh, the outcomes for coronavirus. If okay. you have a choice, go ahead and just take some Tylenol. They do the same thing, you know. Um, Tylenol helps your fever, as does ibuprofen. Um, but there's just not a lot of data that is out there to support um, uh, any type of belief that it actually creates uh, worse outcomes. So, just to alleviate everyone's concern. There's nothing that's been out there. There's nothing that's been shown um, in a in a reviewed way that that is indeed the the, 
the issue. Okay. Okay. That's good info. Good info. Question. Um, if I wear underwear made out of squirrel skin, will that mm. protect me from the coronavirus? Well, you know what? You, you know, if you, if you if you got that, you got some other issues, my friend. <laughs> some oh, okay. There are some, let me put it like this. You're going to have some some crazy parasites that are entering your body from a couple of other orifices. So I'm not oh. worried about coronavirus. Okay. There's some other things that are a little bit more dangerous that's going to be crawling Got around it. up there. So I would highly Got recommend it. that not being your first option. Okay. Wow. Okay. 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 Because okay. okay. I saw it on Amazon. Okay. Got it. No, let your mind go. Let your mind go, man. There's a lot, a lot of creepy okay. qualities, man. All right. Okay. So next question. Right. I'm going to skip right. around. Back to yeah. While we're on the the topic of medicines, what are your thoughts on taking vitamin C and vitamin D? Because I've heard people taking, not being able to take them, or not taking them, or t- taking a, a certain level of milligrams. What What are we doing here? Should we take it or not? So, yeah, you know, so, so that's a really good question, actually. So vitamin D hasn't – I have not seen anything in the literature that supports vitamin D in, in boosting your immune system, right? So if you really think about it, vitamins are, are commonly believed to boost your immune system. Um, and uh, vitamin C, however, there was a small study in China which actually mm-hmm. looked at, I think, three or four patients. And given IV or intravenous vitamin C may have created some type of protective effect that was not what you take by mouth, okay? And the issue is that vitamin C is actually absorbed in your body in a higher concentration from an intravenous um, dosage. So um, I actually know of, uh, of of a couple of IV therapy groups out here in Los Angeles and they go around mm-hmm. and they go from house to house and they give people IV vitamin C. And I think that, you know, uh, that there's a certain number of folks who have seen that um, in the literature. Again, the issue is that there are such a small number of patients that this was attempted on. So are you really going to listen to a very small study that was done in China about the coronavirus? You know, I mean, mm-hmm. that to me is not a, a very strong piece of literature. However, no, there there are thoughts that 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 could actually um, help to boost your immune system as it would be boosted, you know, if you were trying to battle the flu or any or the common cold. But again, not a lot of people have access to IV vitamin C. So uh, drink your orange juice that's got vitamin C in it and uh, and keep it moving. Can I all drink right, vitamin right. C? So, can, I, can I drink the orange juice with vodka or? <laughs> shot, shot, shot. Yeah, listen, listen. I, I, I don't know. You know, there's a lot of stories about uh, folks who drink uh, OJ and vodka alone in your in your solitary confinement right, right now. But okay, live your best okay. life, man. Live your best life. Man. Okay, got it, got it. Got it. Okay, you right. all right, all right. So, uh, on maybe I don't know if this is appropriate, but on the holistic side, essential oils. Mm-hmm. Anything on that? Like I hear people like they're saying like I'm gonna buy uh, thymol, uh, oregano oil, mm-hmm. clove oil. What do you think about that? Are you using it like in a mass so, type of sense to, for protection? 
Yeah, yeah, okay, so, you know, about the oils and, and the more holistic approach, again, you know, the problem is that this virus has been in the United States for only two weeks, right? So when, when I say that, um, it's probably been here a lot longer, but we only started really getting um, um, hypervigilant about it over the past couple of weeks. And so um, uh, th- there's no real information that supports that. There are some studies that show um, you know, supplements that contain zinc may actually help out with um, the body's, again, immune response. And, and um, people are, are, are actually looking at um, a, a type of you know, oral zinc supplement that you could get in, um, in whole foods. But other than that, there, there, there haven't really been um, any robust, you know, studies that suggest that those things are effective. Okay. All right. Um, so I think I have two questions, but it may be mm-hmm. in one. So I see people outside, right? And they're they're either mm-hmm. some people are masked when they're in groups, or when they're by themselves, they don't have masks on, they don't have long sleeve shirts on. Uh, <laughs> is it safe for them to like just be outside on a regular daily basis as normal, as long as they're not in a crowded group? Man, you know what? That is the that is an excellent question. So. Here's, here's how this has evolved. Um, there are a couple of different ways in which people can kind of catch a cold, all right? Mm-hmm. And some viruses are when, um, when people sneeze and, and they produce droplets, okay? And these droplets mm-hmm. are heavier and they fall straight to the ground. There are okay. other types of viruses that when you sneeze, they become aerosolized. In other words, they're really light and they stay in the air for a long time. And okay. originally, we thought that this coronavirus was a droplet. And so, mm-hmm. you know, if you're walking down the street and you sneeze, it doesn't really matter, right? And, and typically, mm-hmm. droplets are, are not as contagious. But mm-hmm. more of the recent information shows that it's aerosolized. And so, and not only that, it sticks to these surfaces for hours at a time. So theoretically, you're right. walking around, you're walking on my block, and someone sneezes in front of you um, or coughs in front of you, and you're, you know, let's just say you're walking 20 feet behind, and, you know, you, you, know, you walk there, and, and, and I don't know, in, in the next three or four minutes, I mean, because it's aerosolized, you could actually walk right through that stuff, right? And that's right. what people, I don't think, truly understand. That's why all the messages are, you need to stay indoors. You notice people, you know, the message isn't just stay seven feet away and wash your hands anymore. It's really like stay indoors. Stay at home. We're going to do social distancing, and this is the case. So I always, uh, um, I always tell folks that whenever you you walk outside, just think that every single time, and it is what it is that you're risking your life. Imagine that there's a sniper outside of your door trying to take you out. Right. So what is it that you're going to do to prepare yourself? One, um, um, if I'm going to be outdoors, I'm going to try to be not around a large number of people. Right. So if I'm going to take a walk. Unless I really have I to, like, it. say, if I have to go to a grocery store or something. Correct. Correct. Right. So, okay. so okay. again, and, I, and, you know, that's the second thing I would say is the grocery store is what I think is the most dangerous place in America right now. Right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> going to the grocery store, you're going to be in a closed you know, situation where people are touching a bunch of things and you've got to touch a bunch of things. So that's, you better bring your hand sanitizer 
you know, and, and just y- y- your hands need to be as ashiest as they have ever been when you leave that grocery store, right? <laughs> um, that's right. Just, that's just the way it is, you know, because otherwise, you know, you're really, again, you know, you, you don't know what people have touched. So when I go there, you, you'll see me, and I look crazy. I mean, I, I'm, I've got the hand sanitizer, and I'm, I'm putting down, you know, the cart, the boxes, you know, it, it, it's, it, I'm putting through everything. Um, you know, and, and as it goes from masks, you know, the problem with masks are that what's being sold, like on Amazon, there are a million different types of masks. Some of them are really right. thin. Some of them are really thick. But what happens is that people put them on, but they don't know how to take them off. And so, you know, a lot of folks just imagine, you know, oh, you, you get home, you wear this mask. You know, what's the first thing that they do? Do people really take the time to go in back and untie the back strings? And No, they just take it off the front. But what's on front? It's where all the germs were that you were protecting yourself in the first place. So you end up contaminating right. yourself, right. and you're not even thinking about it. Or people reuse well, here, them. I don't know why folks well, reuse these masks. You know, it, it makes no sense. Well, in that case, if you well, here's the thing: if you have the reusable one, right? If you take it off, mm-hmm. you wash your hands, you spray it down with disinfectant, you should be fine, right? Mm. Or you wash oh, it? Oh wow! No? So, so, no, so the no. question of disinfection. Right? Mm. So, so that's the problem, right? People are spraying it down with Lysol. Um, and thinking that that works, but it doesn't, all right? It doesn't. And what you really – there there are certain ways, you know, with, with all these masks, and I'm sure you guys have seen the news where um, me and my colleagues, we don't have enough equipment or supplies. And we are looking at ways where we have these really specialized industrial masks. And, you know, how are we going to reuse them? Because the state and the president, um, they're not really helping us right now. And so right. what do we have okay. to do is um, that there are certain things where you can actually boil water, and you boil mm-hmm. water so that you um, keep that heat, because heat actually does kill the virus. You keep that heat above the mask for a certain period of time, um, or we use UV rays. Actually, in Amazon, I just ordered a towel cleaner. A towel cleaner, you know, you know if you were going to go to the spa or something, you're doing in. These towel cleaners mm-hmm. have not only heat, but UV light in there. And um, for my specialized industrial mask, I know I can put it in there, um, and, and I have a whole protocol that will actually decontaminate these masks, right? So when people think that they're just, you know, spraying some Lysol on it, that's actually not really helping you, right? I mean, uh, again, and by the time you bring it into the house, um, you also have to understand that your clothes could be contaminated, um, there's all right. kinds of things that could be contaminated that's on you, and you're completely unaware, and you're spreading spreading it all over the place. So it, it becomes tricky, man. It becomes really, really tricky, but that's how this, this, this particular virus spreads. Mm. Wow. Okay. So, so let me ask this question really quick, um, Ray. Um, yeah. Moisture to the mask. Um, one of my biggest concerns was as people wear the mask and they breathe out they're having this hot air, it becomes moist, it becomes more of a magnet for anything. Mm-hmm. Um, do we, so how you, do we you actually, educate people on that? Well, you know, that's a good point because you know, you know what, who should absolutely be wearing the mask? Or sick people, right? Sick people. So if you yeah. look at how masks were designed, they're not a two-way device, right? Um, right. Who right. traditionally have worn them? Surgeons, right? 
are, are people mm-hmm. who are in the operating room. Why? Because we're not trying to keep the patient's germs out our way. We're trying to keep our germs from them, from right? And right. so, right. But you know, the, the, cotton, like the ones that the tie behind with the ear, not the ones that are tight fitting. We're talking about the, the ones that you tie behind, right? The the regular right. surgical masks that you see on TV. Yeah, not the ones that are like the Correct. rubber band, they stick to your face type thing. Okay. I just want to make sure right. everybody well, knows which one we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Well, correct. These are the lighter, you know, the, 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 the more thin ones that are not the industrial grade, you know, um, decon, you know, uh, right. you know, things that you see on, on space movies. No, no, no. These are, these are just the garden variety, you know, you, you see a surgeon and that, that image pops in your face. But again, you know, we wear those because we want to keep our germs to ourselves and that, that heat and condensation is actually maintained towards our own face because, again, it's not a two-way thing. So it's not the, the moisture or the condensation which actually, um, you know, kind of attracts the virus because the virus is so small, it's, it's so tiny that those, those regular type of surgical masks, it'll go right through those things, right? And that's mm-hmm. why it's so, you know, you hear – um, medical professionals talking about these N95 masks and how rare they are. Um, actually, they weren't rare at all. They were only 80 cents before this whole crisis, and you can find them anywhere. But because we're seeing so many patients that we've run out, and it's it's it, it's those types of masks that you know I'm just you know asking everyone who is listening to this podcast, please, if you have extra, if you work for a construction company. If you work for a, uh, a paint company, you guys have any extra N95 masks, please go and donate those to your local hospital. Please, please, mm-hmm. please, you know, the, the folks like myself risking our lives when we go into work, please, um, you know, donate those supplies because those are very, very uh, in, in need right now. And you will be saving someone's life when you do that. So, um, so just a, a little bit of a, of a plea to your, to your folks. Yeah, man. Okay, so good work. Good now, work yeah, that's really good. And then we'll make sure we get it out to like people too, so they hear that. So another one question, a follow-up question for that is: so if I don't have access to masks, I don't have access mm-hmm. to to gloves. What are some alternatives for me to utilize, or what should I do? Like I can't, like right. you know, the the stores, the supermarkets, they're out of hand sanitizer. You can't find the masks. So, what what do I do, like for a normal person that 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 can't get a hold of that type of stuff? Right. So, so I'll give you my, myself as a personal example. You know, mm-hmm. I live in Los Angeles. It's in the state of California. We've got, you know, plenty of, of, of COVID-19 um, uh, exposure here. I, you will not see me walking around in the streets with a mask on, right? I mean, at this point, um, understanding the risks and the benefits for that, that's not how I prioritize my own personal safety, Okay. Okay. Um, what you will find for me, and, and, and by the way, if I'm not wearing masks, you know, I'm not wearing gloves either. That's a whole other thing where, where people don't know how to take their gloves off and end up contaminating themselves because they don't know how to appropriately de-glove, right? But right, um, right. for me, it's all about hand sanitizer. And um, the good news is that out of all the things which, um, which we need more of, but is easily, um, most easily produced, it's hand sanitizer. Um, there are a bunch mm. of 
We were just talking about alcohol. The uh, the uh, Bacardi um, is actually because all the clubs are closed. Um, they they're not selling as much um, uh, alcohol for consumption. They have completely turned around all of their factories to start making hand sanitizer, as has a whole bunch of um, uh, distilleries. And so now, as opposed to two weeks ago, again, when everybody was panicking, trying to get pounds of hand sanitizer, um, if you actually go to CVS or Walgreens, um, they may limit you to what you can receive, but they've, we've, we've actually been um, slowly restocking for, for, you know, for everyday use um, hand sanitizer. So that is the most important thing that you can do. Do not touch your nose. Do not touch your eyes. Don't touch your face. And bring in, you know, hand sanitizer for when you go to the grocery store. Because every other activity, I understand sometimes you gotta, you gotta, you know, put gas in the car, or, um, or you know, you gotta go to the bank for some reason. But generally speaking, I just, you know, especially the young people, because I know young people get cabin fever and it's spring. Stay indoors. Okay, you gotta stay indoors. Um, it's just the, uh, again, it's it's, it's going to save your life. Okay. All right. Great work, um, Doc. Great work. Oh, that's that's awesome. Okay. One another big question. I have friends that have autoimmune disease. So what mm. do you suggest for them like walking outside, inside the home? What are your suggestions for them? So outside right, of things that so, we may have mentioned. Right. So I put them in the same category as our elderly. You know, okay. those folks have gotta be indoors. In fact, I would recommend that they they talk to their younger, healthier friends and do Mm -hmm. all of their shopping. I mean, this is going to be a long road, okay? A lot of, you know, um, I heard President Trump say that he wants, you know, all this stuff to be over by April. This is not an April thing, right? This is going to be several months um, where different regions of the country have got to deal with this. And so... Mm-hmm. Um, for folks with these pre-existing, uh, pre-existing conditions, um, they have got to create a social circle where they either get deliveries um, or are folks that can go out for them. But, you know, you've just got to m- – most of these people are on medications that, that lower the effectiveness of their immune system. So you definitely have got to, to pay particular attention. And, and just, you know, just to be clear, a lot of millennials – Especially, you think that that they're not that they're invincible and that they can't get sick from this. But in the United States, 20%, that's 20% of people who are between the ages of 20 and 44 are hospitalized or admitted to the hospital. That's a huge number. That's something that we didn't think was actually going to occur. And hmm. in New York, 20% of all the deaths that they're seeing are between 20 and 64. So, you know, young people get sick. Young people die. You know, we, we have a 12-year-old on a vent in Atlanta. We got a 15-year-old who um, passed away yesterday in California. We got a 30-year-old, you know, in Nigeria who, um, who just passed away, a 35-year-old principal in New York, all these people with no previous you know, existing um, medical problems, and these people just flat out died, you know. And, and uh, again, uh, what I always say is, you know, there was this 
kind of feeling that uh, you could do anything. And they all went down to Miami for a new for a spring break and partied, and they went up to Chicago for St. Patrick's Day, you know, because they all thought that it didn't affect them, and they didn't really have a lot of concern for the elderly. So let me appeal to your most self-protective, you know, part of your body and say this does affect you, and, you know, if you care about yourself, you will heed this warning because there are plenty of instances, plenty, 20%, of hospitalizations and uh, and deaths that are in younger people, so you know everybody just needs to wake up and pay attention to that. Wow, good word, Doc. Wow, that's great work. Wow, that's wow. Okay, thank you for that. Um, I think I might have one last one. I think that might complete everything. So there's a word out on resveratrol, hydrochloroquine, and which is called mm. plaquenil. So I've also heard, like, there's been um, some patients that have lupus, and they take the the hydrochloroquine, and people are saying that That's they're right. resistant to the the coronavirus because of that. Is this true or false, or what are your thoughts on that? So, so number one, they're not. <laughs> they are. They aren't. Right. They. Um, so, so first of all, um, you know, these are anti-malaria drugs. These are drugs that we've had for a really, really long time. Um, there is no, there is anecdotal, you know, kind of pieces where doctors in different parts of the world have said, oh, yeah, you know, this plaquenil helps to protect these patients from um, coronavirus. But unfortunately, there hasn't been the time and, and, and a real kind of evidence-based study that would uh, confirm that. And so um, we are not in ERs giving Plaquenil or, um, or, or any of those medications that you mentioned, um, anti-malarial medications, to patients when they uh, originally are diagnosed. We may choose to okay. give them it if they're super, super duper sick, but we don't even know if it works. And it's, it's important that, again, the, the, the news that's out there and if, you know, especially for what Mr. Trump is is explaining, is not medically sound, right? There have been no studies. Right. There's been no real treatments that have been confirmed that show that um, hydrochloroquine um, will at all affect the course of uh, the coronavirus. And so, you know, I, I just want to make that very, very, you know, crystal clear. And because um, they don't want folks, like you said, thinking that that nothing can 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 harm them, and and, and having an adverse outcome afterwards. So. All right. Okay. Good work. Thank Doc. you. Great work. Yeah. Wow. Thank you, Doctor Savoy, for doing that. I think we might have to do another one if you're okay with that. I want to probably yeah. talk about like if you feel like you have more symptoms and what you can do if you're just trapped oh, sure. at home you can't yeah. get to a doctor so we'll do yeah, we'll, sure. i'll talk to you afterwards about that and then we'll go from there oh, so no um i guess the word is just stay at home hand sanitizer and uh social distancing are, are the key i mean yeah. i mean how simple is that you know as simple as yeah. that message is i think that it's completely lost but it saves <laughs> lives right if you could get if you could get 75 percent of everyone in the United States just to do those two things. Use some freaking hand sanitizer and stay in your house. 
I mean, it's yeah. amazing how many lives would be saved. It's it's really that simple. Really, I mean, we had a deadly day. Um, I think um, by morning time we were at seven hundred eleven mm-hmm. people who had passed, and then I, I think um, by later on in the evening yeah. we were at a thousand twenty-seven. I was like, really? This yeah. is crazy. Yeah, this is today's. Yeah, this is this is the the deadliest day. And, um, and it's going to keep on getting the more we test and so forth. I mean, it's like I said, New York City, you know. And and shout out to uh, to my medical school that's allowing their their seniors to graduate early and and actually get into the the workforce. Um, you know, God bless them. You know, because these these kids are gonna yeah. they're gonna see the war really quick. So you know, just, yeah. just to, really? to everyone out there as well. By the way, um, so my Instagram is um, at the savvy doc. If anybody needs to DM me for any um, questions relating to the coronavirus, um, I try to answer them as quick as I can. Um, you know, it's just really important that if I can direct people in, in the appropriate um, um, direction, then uh, hopefully we can decompress these emergency departments and, and, and keep um, the worried well away from, from really becoming sick. So, um you know, I just uh, to, to you guys, I just want to say thanks a lot. You guys are, are, are fighting a good fight. Okay. Awesome. So thank you. So thank you again. Uh, Will, any last words before we part? I'm just going to echo what the good doctor has just said. Um, we really need to pay attention. Um, mm-hmm. In this day and time, I think, um, uh, I think I remember even in my 20s that I was invulnerable, like I was going to live forever. Um, now if I'm about to tip 50 it's, us, it's more of an education piece Please, please Take heed to the instructions That are coming from the CDC And the World Health Organization Please pay attention um, This thing is killing people 1,027 people are gone at, at the time of this broadcast Because we just weren't paying attention That's right So That's right Yeah, yeah. That's right All right so, again, uh, guys, uh, be good to each other. Take heed to, to what the World Health Organization is saying, the CDC, and take this podcast, share it with a friend, hit the dock up. Doc, your uh, Instagram is, again, before we part? No. Yeah, it's the Savvy Doc. Yep, the Savvy yeah. Doc. And it's on, the, it's on the actual page on his on the slide, too. So if you don't get it here, it's on the slide on the actual page. So, again, uh, thanks again. Be good to each other. Be safe and stay at home. Hashtag stay at home. <laughs> there you go. All right, guys. I love that. Out. I love That's Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.